touched it. We're like, live? Like brothers. <laughs> like stepbrothers. He touched yeah. your drum hey, set. You might want to double check my he work. He touched your drum set. <laughs> we good? All right. Appreciate you, DJ. We're live, boys. All right. We got a live audience today. Hey, this is the first time we've Welcome. had a live guest in person in a while, Steve, man. Yeah, Stephen Laverne. Yeah, hey, uh, introduce, boy. introduce Sorry, your Steven, boy. one of my best friends uh, ever, and has been uh, just dear to me for, what, about 20-some years, Steve, since I got, since about 93, since I arrived here in, in Dallas, and he's in from... So I don't know what part of Mexico. So he, he lives in where are you now? In in San Francisco, uh, Colorado. One week in Mexico, here in Dallas. He's all over the place now. But uh, it's just good to have him. And he's a cowboy. What do they hater. call that? Wanderlust. Wanderlust, brother. Yeah. That, yeah. that that's called drug trafficking. That's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you cross that border. You know how that works. You cross that border, man. You go to TJ. Yeah, you, you yeah, yeah have the the gut on you. Yeah. It's weird. He's got a single prop plane that he drives back and forth. <laughs> <No> crop dusting. <laughs> yeah, so we ha- we do have live guests in person. We're not going to give him a microphone, uh, but uh, he just, man. He just wants to see the magic. I'll tell you, okay, so we just finished watching the Cowboys game. So, so we're recording this late on Sunday night. Sucks. And uh, I tell you what, today would have been absolutely boring had Steve not been over here. Just and he didn't have to say much, right? He just, just in the band. He just, the way he, hey, he just got he, under Darren's skin. Every, every he, just, he understands what, but what, what? And here's the, and here's the thing: like he knows what he's talking about too, because he just subtly, he he'll shit. just yeah, he, he just he's throwing it out there. And I think almost every prediction you made during this game came true. I think so. Yeah, I believe your chest. Says he was right it was quite the a bit. End of the game, he was either going to be an interception or not. I mean, you, you know, yeah, but it was but there, easy. there's a million things that can happen on that last drive besides yeah. the interception. I mean, what yeah. are the chances? That was pretty though. good prediction. Yeah, I would say, but there was stuff up. through the game that he just subtly, quietly said, he say, you know, he, and he's like, "I didn't have to, give I didn't have to play. Love. I didn't have to play 13 years in the league to know this. Don't I know give it. Love. <laughs> hey, you know what? He was a Chargers fan. Chargers left San Diego and went to L.A. and he bailed." Like mm-hmm. none other. Now he's a Packers fan because of Aaron Rodgers. So he just he's just gonna follow the the best team or the best. Quarterback. I like that style. That's all he's gonna do. And you're well, you're a Bay Area guy originally, right? Isn't that what you said? San Diego. Okay, originally. Okay. Yeah, all the man. Same. Man, okay. all the West same. Coast, so. West Coast. The best coast. No. No. You, you're not from the West Coast. <laughs> you're from Brazil. Yeah, that's not the East Coast. <laughs> I'm from West Texas, boys. <laughs> Abilene. The best Texas. So what are, we, what are we talking about today, man? Let's get into this. Yeah, come on. I think we should peel back the curtain a little bit, right. as we say right. often. We, we talked Did about we? it a second ago. So if you notice our sweet setup right now, uh, it's late. It's late on a Sunday night. Yeah. This is, you know, sometimes, sometimes you just want to go home and go get some yeah. sleep. Mm-hmm. And Tyler and Darren were talking about, oh, let's oh, not move the couch. Let's not set up here the let's not set up the studio. Ben, ben the, the studio. <laughs> ben, ben. <laughs> studio. Okay. The living room. Let's <laughs> not move the couch. They said, oh, it's fine. We're, we're good right here. We're good right here. And that attitude doesn't get you very far in life, does it? it it's well, it's look, good enough. It's good enough. We were trying to be efficient. And See, I was that's an I was thinking about your time, Ben. That's an yeah. excuse. And wit. Yeah. And coop. How often can you case. say, "Oh, I was just you know, I was just trying to be a so, 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 so what so what Ben, the MVP of the podcast, is trying to say <laughs> is is that you know his decisions are better. And, and what it is here is my perspective. My perspective was, look, man, 
I'm not selling a podcast based on what the background is behind me. Mm-hmm. I'm selling a podcast on what the content that we provide to Absolutely. our listeners is. But yeah. if I'm more video, focused on if there's a video component, hey, it matters hey, what's in the background. Hey, is it a picture of me or my name on it? I don't care. <laughs> you hater. I'm with you, man. I'm with you all day yeah, long, so man. We need to move this table, man. You know what? Yeah. But just need to be, you know what, though? You're right, man. Any end. It is you know, your picture and your name sitting behind it, your it head. It is my picture yeah. and my name. Yeah, but at, right. at the same that's time, right. like, let's just do what we do. You know, sometimes you have to go outside of yourself and just, just say make the, sure. Just say the words I'm looking for you to say right now. <laughs> you were right. I was like, <laughs> I can't. Uh, but you were right. I'll say it. Thank you. So Thank I, you. I just think that there's times that, that you get so relaxed. You, you just don't want to do it. You just, you know, you want to be comfortable and convenient and you don't want to have to move things around and take the time to do so but in the end it was the right thing to well, do. well and to the point of that is is we've done we've had a round table about like i just don't feel like it like this is different i think yeah. the conversation we're gonna have is like i could just do the bare minimum i'm still gonna do it but i'm not gonna put that extra effort into it and i'm not gonna make it excellent i'm not gonna make it what it could be or what it should be so I think that's what that this conversation mm-hmm. is for those of you who are like oh that sounds a little bit like and I don't feel like, like it. The, yeah. This is this is not that. Right. This yeah, if you that. wanted to put a term to it there was a book written by Grant Cardone a few years back and and it was titled Be Obsessed or Be Average. Mm-hmm. And that's a controversial obviously. Mm-hmm. He's trying to sell books. So at first glance you hear that and you're like, "Oh, I don't know if I like that. That's kind of be obsessed or be average. You mean yeah. it's one or the other? There's yeah. no in between there?" And especially, you know, when you're a person of faith, it's, it's kind of looked down upon a little bit to start being obsessed about things because the, the term in Christianity is, idols. You, yeah, idols, you turn into your God. But my thing is, we're not talking about going to that extreme, right? We're talking about being obsessed to the point where you want to be the best mm-hmm. or it's, it's something that you're just totally sold out and into mm-hmm. or the alternative is you're just going to be average you're just gonna be like yeah other 90 percent of people out there i think the biggest thing about that is there's if you pick one or the other you're not wrong like you really aren't like you're not if you want to be at and i say average but if, if that's what you choose and that's the lifestyle that you want that's fine. Then that sucked though. That's yeah, but you know that what sucks, though? That's yeah. that's fine. That's totally fine. Yeah. But if you are the person that wants more, and it's the whole thing, we've talked about this a lot. Like, don't complain about it if you're not putting in the effort to do it. Yeah. So look, if you if you just want to to be, you know, a middle middle, middle of the road. road, just you know, hey, I'm getting by, I'm I'm check to check. Like that, look, that's fine. Yeah. That is totally fine. But make that decision and be that. But don't do all the things that lead you to being mediocre and then complain about why you don't have what other people have uh, who put in the effort and want to be great. And if you, want, if you do make the decision to be obsessed, and I'm throwing up the air quotes, or if you want to be the person that's great, okay, then, then do it. And, and look, we've got examples of both, I think, here sitting here. Like, mm-hmm. I've, I've chosen to be average in, in a lot of ways in my life. I but, thought you were going to say, say, Ben, you've been average. <laughs> no, 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 no. And but, Darren clearly has but, it. But in all aspects, right? It's not just like it, there's, you're one or the other, and that's who defines you. That's not yeah. it. Like there's a lot of facets of life that you choose to be, you choose to excel in, 
And there's times that it's like, look, I don't care about this enough to be the best at it. Like golf for me, for yeah. example, I don't care to be the best. I was a professional athlete at something. I don't need to be a professional athlete at another thing. Now look at Tony Romo. Tony Romo was a pro football player. Now his goal is to be, he's obsessed with golf and wants to be a pro golfer. But you know, it, there's a passion that, that lies in that, right? So there's a passion behind the fact of you know, like certain things that you, you want to get, like there's some things that you like to do, Tyler. Like you like to go hunting or camping. You're, you have a passion for building things, right? There's a passion you're obsessed yeah. by in yeah. doing so, right? And, and I think some of us have those obsessions. It, it's to me, it's one of those things where I think everyone in their lifetime will have a passion that it's okay to be obsessive about and, and not allow people to throw darts at you to say, okay, you shouldn't be obsessed with this and this and that. I, I don't, I have an obsession, obsessive, you know, mentality. I, I think I do things that I'm passionate about and I go 110, uh, percent i go 110 i won't say 110 percent. i just got a mindset to where i just want to like i got i can't start it and not finish it like i want to start it and i want to finish it look like this podcast it took you guys forever to get me to a point to be you know hey be on board but then now i'm starting to be obsessed by it because i'm every day it's my thought process it's becoming a part of what i want to do and now i'm getting there and because I'm getting there and I'm starting to be obsessed by the success of this podcast, I'm getting a little kickback from, I won't say her name, but I'm getting a little kickback about the time that I'm spending. But that's, I have that mentality. That's what it is. And I don't, I don't have any shame to say that. And I don't think, and I won't throw darts at anybody else. I, you know, I, I mentioned Kanye West before on the show a long time ago, and I had a couple of my buddies call me up and they're like, dude, you should be talking about Kanye West. But one thing you hear about Kanye, when you, you hear about Kanye West, he's obsessed in his mm -hmm. own way about things, right? right? Which I honestly respect the hell out of that, right? Man. I mean, who else could be that obsessed and make trash bags into pants <laughs> and sell them for $700 a piece? Just saying. Yeah. It, 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 I, and, and, you know, like, you might think it's crazy, but that obsessive behavior is you. I gotta admire that, man, because there's so many people that we just talked about that are just so mediocre in life, and then they bitch about being mediocre. If you if if that's where you land, and you want to talk trash about people that are you know that are obsessive about things, I mean, just shut up, man. Yeah. I mean, I, and I'm serious about that because I think that we all have things that we're passionate about, and if you're passionate about it, go a hundred. Yeah. I think, man, I, just from a real life perspective is think about practice yeah. and, and what it's like really Tuesday to Saturday in preparation for a game for football. So my mentality, because of what I went through, right, I, from four years old, I knew that I wanted to play football. And that was, that, was, that was my goal. And I was obsessed with it. Like everything that I did, what I ate, how I worked out, how I lived, how I went to school, everything was geared around, okay, that's what I'm, that's the mm -hmm. ultimate goal. Well, I get there and I'm, look, I'm at practice and I'm looking around and I'm watching these guys like just get through practice. Mm -hmm. Like you've worked your ass off for 20 plus years to get here and now you're here and you're just cruising through practice. Right. Like, yeah, like you may have a job this year, but like for me, whereas, and, and, and again, I've talked about this. I didn't have the luxury of relaxing. I never really did. But like I went out there and it's like, dude, everything that I have, I'm putting out here today. Mm -hmm. Not because if I don't, I'm going to get cut, but it's because, shit, 
if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this the best that I can. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to walk away from this regretting. And that's the other thing too, is, is the regrets that come with being mediocre, but wanting excellence. Right. Right. It's like, damn, I really wish I, how many, how many stories you hear, man, if I only had just pushed a little bit harder, a little harder and Mm -hmm. done this and done that. Mm -hmm. And, and man, there's, there's jobs that I've had in my life or roles that I've had that like, I quit too early and I look back and I'm like, man, I wish that I didn't mm-hmm. because I wasn't obsessed with the product. I was just getting through. I was getting through, getting through, getting through. And when you're not pouring yourself into something, it's really hard to, to validate the time that you're putting into it right. as well. Like this, like you just said, right? If the time that we take leaving our job some days or taking weekends away right. from our family to do this, if we didn't love this, that'd be really hard to do. Right. And honestly, it'd be really annoying. Yeah. Like, damn, I got to drive an hour down to Darren's house mm-hmm. to get this done. But because of that obsession to to excel at this, when I just show up and Ben does all the work, and then <laughs> yeah. I just get to show yeah, up. So. MVP! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty easy to be obsessed when you don't have to do anything. That's right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I love this, Plug guys. in, dog. <laughs> just plug in. Like, I yeah. plug in and sit my ass just down. Just plug in and, and sit go. down. And put my name on that thing. Yeah, put my name on that thing. <laughs> <laughs> on that fire. And go. No, Tyler, as you're sitting there talking, the practice example, for instance, isn't it funny how it really, because you're both there, you being obsessed and the guy that's just trying to get through it, you're both there, you're both spending three and a half hours of your time. Yeah. It doesn't take much more effort to crank it up that extra notch. Yeah. But in our our minds, that's where it's at. That's where it's at. Mm. For some reason, we play it up in our minds that it's going to be so much more effort and intensity. And, and I just can't get myself there when really sometimes it's just a simple shift yeah. to dial yourself up to that obsessive level. Darren, it, you it disagree. Is. No, it, it is, man. And it's, it's a mentality, man. I, I honestly feel it's that way. It's, it's something that you have to, because there's sometimes I, I, you know, and things that I do in my life that I just have a mediocre thought process to it. We all do. And, and, and it's, and, and there was, I, I, had, I don't want to talk about exactly what it was, but as far as it is work is concerned, but it just took me, you just said it right now. It just took me to tweak some things mm-hmm. as far as preparation, as far as writing. And all I did was write a few things down and I went over it and over it and over again for three days. And then I got, I figured it out. And then I got passionate about it and decided to tweak it mm-hmm. just to, you know, and that's, it, that's what it is. It's just a mindset, man. And if again, it's so easy to be mediocre. Yeah. It is so comfortable to be in there. If you really want to challenge yourself, take yourself out of the comfort zone. Why is that? But, but why is it I'll so- challenge that. I'll challenge the, is, is it easy to be mediocre? I think it's hard. I think it's really hard. Like in the moment, maybe it's easier to take the easier path. But I think if you look over your lifetime, it creates a much harder life. Because no, think about absolutely. it, right? If you put in, like you said, right, you're at practice for three hours and it's a mental shift. Okay, I'm going to run 10% harder than I, my body wants me to or my mind wants me to. Or, hey, I'm going to go get those extra reps out at practice while dudes over at the Gatorade thing just sitting and talking, right? Like the extra things like, yeah, maybe in the split second. But think about how much easier 
it is long term. Yo, absolutely. Easier. But when you're in the moment, and I yeah. think that's what we're talking about. Like if it's a workout, so if it's a Monday through Friday workout that you you've planned to say, okay, I'm working out every single day this week, and then you get to Tuesday, and then it's Wednesday, and you're like, I've worked out Monday and Tuesday, and then your mind is here's a tweak. Your mind is telling you, oh, man, I, shit, you just got two days in. Mm-hmm. You're good. You're good. So if you don't challenge your mind to think, to say, hey, man, I need to pick my shit up now. Mm-hmm. This is what I really, and I think that's where we go. I, what I'm saying is in the long term, yes, I, I see it that way. But in the short term, there are a lot of us, including myself, who I will talk myself out of greatness mm-hmm. in a heartbeat. Yeah. And I, I'll be happy and comfortable exactly where I'll, I'll just stay in the bed and say, oh, shit, I'll be all right. Man, I'll get this workout later on. I'll call Ben up and, and I'll get it after work. Yeah. And you never get never. it. Yeah, never. Yeah, never. And that's my question. Why is, it like, why is it like that? Because we've talked about this in the past. You don't regret working out when you're done. No. It's the pain of doing so. Right. It's but the pain of getting there. Why is mediocre so much feels in the moment so much easier than it's less pain it's less pain i'm telling it's just it's the human it's it's just human nature it's just who we are we always want to go the easy route yeah it's also period i think it's also a a defense mechanism because if you do fail Mm -hmm. you can justify it well i mean i I mean Mm -hmm. i didn't i mean it wasn't really all in you know yeah because think about the stuff that you've poured yourself out for. Like, I mean, think about, you know, projects that we've worked on at work. Mm-hmm. And you, I, do, I sold out for this deal, and I came up short. Right. Think about how bad that <laughs> yeah. hurts, right? Yeah, it does. As yeah. opposed to, damn, like, I mean, eh, I'll get the next one because I probably could prepare a little bit better, make sure that RFP was a little more buttoned up. You know, I mean, I think it's partly a confidence self-defense mechanism. Mechanism mm-hmm. that it's like, well, if I'm not all the way invested in it, then is I really it, can't is it let ego? myself. Is it just ego? It's both. I think it's both. I think it's both. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, there's layers and layers. Like, it's a passion. It's an ego. It's a self confidence. It's all these things. But ultimately, it comes down to making a decision. Like, what do I want out of this? Right. And am I going to do what it takes to to excel at this, or am I just going to be average? And then I need to accept it. Mm. And I need to move on. And it is what it is. Was I excellent or was I average? Right. Yeah. My my suggestion Damn. is to make that decision at the beginning and not at the end. Yeah. I mean, you just said something, man, that just stuck with me because I, it took me back to my sophomore year in high school where, you know, I always admired the wrestlers. Mm. I used to always admire, you know, guys who, who got on the mat. And I used to go to the, you know, matches here and there. And, and I had one of the coaches come out and say, man, you should just come out and just, you know, wrestle with us. And my mind was telling me, uh no, I'm I'm the football dude, right? Yeah, I'm the dude. I'm here. the dude. If I go on that mat, I'm not gonna let little Timmy. The, Timmy's gonna tear my ass up, right? So, in my Timmy's mind, gonna put me in a pretzel. In my mind, the coach was telling me it's gonna make you a better football yeah. player. It's gonna get you to understand leverage and this and that. And I was like, yeah, I'll, I need to do that because it'll make me better. Yeah. But the ego got in the Jeez. way. And I was like, no, I don't want to get my ass kicked in front of everybody because then they're going to come back yeah. the next day and talk that shit. And I got an yeah. image to, to uphold, right? Yeah. So I let the ego get in the way of – and I think you're, you're yeah. right I on it, I did the it, same man. thing with track in high school. Mm. Track coach was like, you need to come out and run. I mean, that 5'4'40 <laughs> ain't going to get you in college. <laughs> no, 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 I'm good. I'm good. 5'6". Yeah, <laughs> my well, my junior, I was a five, six. <laughs> do y'all do y'all think it's possible to be 
an elite performer, the top of your field, whatever that field is, without being obsessed? Mm, I think for a short period of time. Yeah. Not, not from a sustainable aspect. Yeah, yeah I do. Because I think there's talent. I mean, there's world-class talent um, that guys have developed by being not obsessed, but I, yeah. I've been around guys that, like, they're just that good. Uh, they can work hard here and there and progress just beyond others. But the Larry Fitzgeralds, mm. the Tom Brady's, the Drew Brees, I mean, the guys that mm-hmm. are at the top, top, right, for as long as they've been doing it, like, that's that's the obsessed. Yeah. That's the sustainable success when when you are absolutely obsessed with your craft and whatever that is. Darren, what do you think? Yeah, I agree, man. I, I think so. I, I, it's not sustainable if you are, you know, there, there's got to be some obsession about what you do, and, and it's got to come from – from within it can't be something that's outwardly you know that you're getting this outwardly it's just got to burn inside of you and I can talk about myself in a sense of I just had this want to just I just wanted it it's and maybe it's because of where I come from but I just wanted so much more for self and it was self you know not only did I love playing football but it was just self-fulfilling for me just to, to, to get through practice or go through a game and, you know, have a good time. And I just, I just ate it up every single day. And it, and, and it was one of the biggest reasons why I went through a depression when I got done playing because I didn't have it anymore. And I was trying to find something else to fill that passion, that passionate role, and I just didn't find it. Yeah. No. Is, is it obsession, is it forced or is it more natural? I think it's – look, I just, it, it depends on the person. Uh, I have a, and you guys know DJ. DJ is in the media, production, music industry, and it burned in him. And it has burned in him since he was about 11 years old. And it's constantly, that fire has never been put out. And I think there's a part of people that are, there are some people that are out there that is just, it's within them. And this is what they need to do and want to do. And that's the thing. I mean, the only way you get there is if you actually truly love what you do. Yeah. And you're willing to get your ass kicked or beat and lose, and then you're willing to pick yourself back mm-hmm. up and go through. But a lot of people just don't want to go through. And you said it earlier, Tyler. A lot of people just don't want to go through the losses. Because you're going to take L's, I think, period. I think it, it depends on, on the source, right? Because I think there's a lot of sources that can create an obsession. Uh, I think fear is one of them. Uh, I think just joy and passion mm-hmm. is another one. Um, security is another one. Like I, I think about, you know, maybe someone that came from like a socioeconomic background where they just they would just were without their entire life, and you see them rise above rise above everything that anybody projected them to be able to do because. One, maybe it was fear that they did not want to continue living a life or they didn't want their family or mm-hmm. their legacy to live that life. Um, so, okay, I'm going to be obsessed with something. Or it's like, I just genuinely love doing this so much that I'm so good at this craft that this is going to take me somewhere. Uh, I think, you know, from a security standpoint, like when you become a provider of a family, mm-hmm. some people can be obsessed with that. Because here's the thing is I, I know people that are absolutely obsessed with something and crush it. And I don't think that they love, truly love what they do. Mm. 
but they're obsessed with something else that drives them to do that. It's about how you manipulate it in your mind to get you to wake up every morning and do everything that you need to do to hit those goals that you set, set for yourself. And whether you make them up or it naturally happens, and like you, Darren, I just I lost it. Mm. I, I didn't. I did not have that passion that like I. Literally, it's crazy because when I retired, before I retired, I I went to sleep like a baby. Mm. I literally mm. like I hit the bed, I was out, and I woke up and I was ready to go. Now, literally from when I retired, it's like hard for me to go to sleep Mm -hmm. and it's hard for me to get out of bed because at night my mind is always going. It's like, how do I feel that passion? Mm -hmm. How do I feel? Literally, it's a every night there's something going on in my head about, okay, what is it? What is it? What is it? I love what I do. I love Mm -hmm. what I do, but it has not replicated that passion like football did. And and my my biggest question is, is like, I want to be obsessed with something again like I was with football. Mm Mm-hmm. In chasing that dream, but my question is: Is is there something? I've had I've been working with my coach, and and one of the questions that, that he's asked is like, "Okay, you reached the mountaintop. Like you were you played a sport, and you were literally at the top of that. Like mm-hmm. there's nowhere to, nowhere to go from there. Yeah, you maybe you could win a Super Bowl, or you could get some more individual accolades, maybe a little bit more money. But like you are at the top. Like you reached your goal." My question is, as I'm looking out, am I looking out over a flat desert mm-hmm. beyond that? Mm-hmm. Or are there more mountains to climb? And I don't, right. I haven't figured that out yet. Right. That's something that I don't know. And so it's really, it, it sometimes is going to take faking it until you make it. Yeah. But you know what? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I honestly don't. I don't think that there's anything wrong with the fact that you just, that you've had a passion before that passion has dissolved in some whatever manner. Maybe it's football ended. You got too old or whatever. You have to move on. But in life, you know, it, it's the people that just stop. And they don't, they don't care to find that passion. That's the concern to me. For me, it's – I'm with you, Tyler, is I'm still trying to find it. And I'm starting to find it now. I honestly am. I'm, fi- I'm starting to find it with this podcast. And I don't mind sharing that. It's like it's, it's something that – that I'm starting to enjoy because for the longest time I didn't ski. Um, I don't, I rarely, I barely know how to swim. Uh, I don't have any of these other uh, passions or things that are like shooting guns or hobbies or, you know, hunting or whatnot that those haven't been in my hobbies. So I've always been trying, I've been searching for a hobby, searching for a hobby to fill that void. I can't find it. Couldn't find it. And now I'm, I'm here. I'm starting to get here and it's just a journey. Mm-hmm. It's not, man, it's, this is not a sprint, dude. Life is a marathon. That's and right. I don't care how old you are. You can always figure out what it is that you're passionate about. So, Mike, another question that keeps rolling in my head as we're talking is obsession. And I want to phrase this the right way. It's like it doesn't have to be taught. It's not something you necessarily choose even. Like it just it's so natural when you find something that you're truly obsessed about mm-hmm. that nobody has to tell you that you have to work harder at it because you're so obsessed with it. You're obsessed with the thought of wanting to build it and get better at it. So you don't have to be prodded to work harder mm-hmm. in my mind. If it's something you're truly obsessed about mm-hmm. and that's all that dictates. Who, who are the most obsessive people that you know? Like if you really think about your kids, just think about your kids. Like I have a son who loves doing, <laughs> he loves doing puzzles like a, 
all freaking things, puzzles. And he will lay those puzzles out, man. And he's obsessed about putting those things together, right? Mm. I don't have to encourage him. Yeah. No. He just gets up and he and he just goes, right? That's right. that's his deal. And what difference am, am I to him? I mean, there's some other things. He doesn't want to go out and kick the soccer ball. He's not passionate about right. that. It's not his deal, right? So I'm no different than that. And it's just taken me a long, you know, in life, you, you go through so many ups and downs. You, you find a passion, you find something you love to do. You fall in love. Sometimes that whatever you fell in love with doesn't work out, whether it be a relationship or whatever the business deal that you're doing, it doesn't work out. And then you go through these ups and downs in life and then you find something else. You could have three or four. I mean, some of people have three, four, five passions in their life. Mm -hmm. Some of us just have one or two. Mm -hmm. But it's similar to being a child, man. It's just, you know, don't. The problem I have, man, is there's a lot of people that just stop. And they, they, they become content in their situations. And that, and that, to me, is a problem. Yeah. But my argument or, or my thought with that is they're not obsessed then. They're not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You but, don't have to tell your son Hey man, it's time to go work on this puzzle. No, he, he just, just does, does it. Yeah. Any, his all, all his waking hours are spent mm -hmm. thinking about that puzzle. Let's let's explore that a little further. If it's something you're truly obsessed about or passionate about, those words are interchangeable in this. You don't have to be told to go work for it. You don't have to be told to keep pushing. If it's something that you're truly into, so mm -hmm. I don't think we necessarily have. We, you know, you talk about people are lazy, and I don't know. if, I mean, yeah, there are lazy people, but I don't know if it's as much of a lazy issue. If it is, they just haven't found that they haven't thing. Found it. I agree. Yeah, the, just get, their, found just it. get yeah. them yeah. going. But keep on searching. Right. Keep searching. I mean, just don't. What I'm saying is, is is that you have the the. There's some that I've grown up with that just they they stop looking, yeah, and searching for whatever it is that is the why in their life, mm -hmm. and you need you need once you stop searching for the why, man. Mm -hmm. Here's, it's hard to overcome it. I think here's the other layer to that, though, too. I think you look at the population and, and you look at, you know, the, the socioeconomic breakdown, right, and, and where most people live. And, and I'm just using this from an income perspective. You know, live below like that, you know, median income, like that middle income for your area, right? And that here's the thing is – if you're listening and you don't feel like you deserve to be obsessed or you don't, you feel like, Hey, I, this is all, all I'm meant to do is I'm, I'm meant to work at a gas station or I'm meant to work at McDonald's or I'm meant to work at a factory. And that's my only thing. I'm punching the clock nine to five. That's what I'm meant to do. Don't believe the lie. Don't believe the lie that you can't find a passion no matter where you're at, that you can't go pursue whatever it is. Now, it may be hard that, hey, I don't deserve it, so I haven't even thought about it. It may be hard to kickstart that. But that's one problem that I do see is that, again, there's the, the self-confidence that, like, I deserve to go be passionate about something and be excellent at it. And, look, here's the deal. Whether it's being a house cleaner or it's being a bus driver or whatever it is, be, upset, be the best damn bus driver mm. that the city of Dallas has ever seen. Right. I mean, whatever it is. But, like, understand, though, that that you cannot let the lie that this is what you're supposed this to do. do right. And you're supposed to just concede to it. You're supposed to be mediocre. And you're just supposed to just 
That's that's what you do. Don't don't push any hard. Don't believe it. So do you not believe? Let me ask you this, Ben. Do you not believe that the victim mentality is out there? Do I not like, believe it's out there? Do you, do you believe oh, in the believe victim mentality? There. And I think that's where Tyler. I mean, and correct me if I'm wrong, Tyler. That's that's part of what lies there when you stop figuring out what your purpose is and what the why is. Is that you you accept the medi- mediocrity of the situation and you just you take the victim role of, okay, this is just who I am. This just what life, this is the hand I've been dealt. That's how it is. Yeah. It's just, yeah. And that, I think that's the furthest thing from the truth, because if you want to find what it is, man, it just takes a long time. It's not going to, you know, there's that old saying, you always want, we working on our time half the time when it's, this is God's time. That's right. You know, he's going to present it to you. You just got to be patient with yeah. it. Yeah. And, and look, I'm not going to, um, ignore the fact that there's responsibilities. I mean, damn, I'm I'm in that phase of life too. It's like I've got to grind. Like there's mm-hmm. things that I've got to do to provide for my family. Right. I've just got to grind. But I I don't want to I don't want to overlook the aspect that it's like, hey, I, I get it. You've got to do stuff. But here's where the obsessed comes in, right? When when you punch out at five thirty, and okay, I go home with my family. You know, whether I've got young kids or not, like. There's four or five hours, six hours, seven hours that you've got, whether it's spend time with family or better yourself in something else, Mm -hmm. there's an opportunity there. So don't believe that you don't deserve to work hard to achieve something. I'm not saying that everyone, you know, look, I'm not being that corny, like American dream. You can, if you, if you can dream it, you can achieve it. Like that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying be obsessed with something. Pursue something that you absolutely love, whether whether it's success, whether it's a specific job, task, hobby, whatever it is. Like, pursue it. I look at I look at guys, and look, you, you mentioned hunting, and I, I like I love hunting. I haven't gone mm. I haven't gone enough, and I want to go a lot more. But man, I envy those guys that literally just go, and I'm going to be the best damn hunter yeah, ever. Yeah. And now they make a living going and hunting. I look at right. like Cameron Haynes, mm-hmm. Cameron Hayes. He's a guy that, yeah, he he had a day job, but he was obsessed with elk hunting in mm-hmm. Oregon, and that's what he wanted to do. And he built this brand. He built this, and all he does, I mean, the last couple of weeks, I mean, he's been in Utah. He's been in Colorado. He's been in Oregon. He's been, I mean, I think yeah, he went to a lot. He's been, been all over the last, been, like, three you've weeks. You've been creeping on me. Yeah, yeah, no. I just, uh-huh. I just tapped into he his phone. He went to the commode got, and got, yeah, I got, I got that from my iPhone app and got him following him everywhere. But, but I mean, I, I look at those guys. But, again, they are obsessed with something. If you are obsessed enough with something that you can figure out a way to make money, to provide to, so you don't have to go do that factory right. job or you don't have to be, um, you know, a truck driver or you don't have, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with those jobs. We need those jobs. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of value that people bring, but if you're just, Hey, I'm checking in and I'm checking out, yeah, don't expect that. different results. Yeah. Yeah. But so, also don't believe the lie that you can't do something that you absolutely love and are passionate about. Right. Yeah. I remember when I was a trainer, uh, and I first broke into the business, you know, I, I knew a little bit. I majored in, you know, exercise science in college. So I knew a little bit coming in. But I was obsessed with the idea of being the best, absolute best trainer I could possibly be. And so I would literally, I would work all day, you know, six, seven, eight hours, whatever a full day of training is. I would come home. I would read for two hours every single day about fitness. Mm. So I left the job, came home, 
still Same pursued more. it even yeah. more. Yeah. You didn't have to tell me, hey, mm-hmm. go do some more hours of research. I was so obsessed with the idea of becoming the best possible trainer that I could possibly. And, and it bugged me. It, it, it infuriated me when, I, when somebody was better than me or I didn't know as much as I should or there was something that I didn't, you know, mm-hmm. didn't have an idea. Nobody had to tell me anything. But I was so obsessed with the idea of being the absolute best that I could be uh-huh. that the work came so easy to me. Right. It didn't feel like effort. I was so in, ingrained in everything that I was yeah. doing at that moment that it didn't, I, you know, you look up, it's 10, 11 o'clock at night. And you don't even realize right. that it's late because you're so obsessed with the idea of whatever that is. Yeah. <laughs> do, I, do I think that, what, what you laughing no, at? Because you're, that's you. You just explained yeah, who you are. You're obsessed that. He still does that. <laughs> yes. So All right, right, I'm gonna get home, and then I'm gonna read two hours on fitness, and then I'm gonna read two hours on podcasting, and yeah. then <laughs> I'm gonna get up at four o'clock in the morning. But that's I'm the work thing. Out again, like, work out but again. I haven't always been like this. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, I've lived a lot of life mediocre yeah. in a mediocre yeah. fashion because I just didn't quite, for whatever reason, those things click. And it, I'm not trying to say that you have no control over whether you're obsessed with something you're not. But in a way, like you don't pick what you're obsessed with in a way. Yeah, but I think if do, if you invest enough time into something, doesn't that create an obsession? Because I'm not going to waste all that effort and time that no, I put into no, it. So, no, yeah, I, I disagree. I, I, I disagree. Really? Well. Yeah. I think you're I forcing do. it. Yeah. I, to me, to me, the sweet spot of obsession is when you don't have to be forced yeah, at yeah. all. It's there is natural. no second thought. Absolutely. It is natural. I'm going yeah. to say, though, that I, I would say 75% of the population in the United States doesn't have that and doesn't know how to find it well would you agree though that that 75 percent of the country is average yeah and, and you there's zero there's no way you can have well i mean 75 percent of the yeah look at your census average. i mean it, less no. than that yeah I, I would say less than that as well yeah i would say i look i would say more than i'm I would sorry say more, more than 75 like yeah i'm sorry 90 percent right yeah of the country is just satisfied for what, of what right. they're doing agreed and, and, but then there's the same people that those 90 percenters are upset about the fact that there's 10 percenters are just over the top. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, you're just obsessed about everything. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and, and again, don't feel guilty if you are obsessive. You should never feel guilty by the fact that because there, there's there's that side on the religious side who will say, well, you know, you shouldn't be obsessed about it. No, you should. You should have something that you could pour yourself into and 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 deal with you know and build that confidence and have a good time doing it and you know we keep going back around on on this deal listen let's just call it what it is people are scared to step out people are, are afraid to to really be hyper focused in one thing that they really are passionate about they're just afraid to take that step because of what what people, other people are going to say about it, about the time they're going to put into it, about the failure that may come along with it. They're afraid. That, that's the problem that I have. If you're okay with just being mediocre, then then they then that then it is what you yeah. you know what it is. But don't knock everyone else that are just that are willing to get knocked on their ass and they love what they do and they hunt all day and they do whatever. Just mm. don't don't knock that. Yeah, that insecurity of yeah. of. Well, I'm not doing it, so I'm going to hate on the people. I'm going to hate on it. Yeah. yeah. You know, they, yeah. they found that true. It, it's a j- little bit of jealousy. It it's is. Like, man. I, yeah, it is. I don't have anything like that. Like, do you hear that? You hear that? Ter- I hear this term a lot. Um, must be nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Oh, geez. Yeah. It's like, and it's like, you know what? Like, 
it's not it wasn't easy for them like just no. because they have it now and they get to enjoy it and they're loving the process that brought them there and 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 they're reaping the benefits of the hard work like don't say it, it must it must be nice yeah mm-hmm. what that they killed themselves to achieve this goal right that whether it's a relationship or it's monetary or it's kids or it's whatever it is like just be happy for them because look like you said if you're in the 90% like, don't look at the 10% and say it must be nice. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? That 10% did 90% of what you won't do. Exactly. Yeah, so true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that 10%, you didn't see what it took to become that 10%. That's right. They were probably obsessed at some point, or still are obsessed at some point, with what it took to get there. And again, it goes back to it doesn't, when you find that, that sweet spot, it doesn't feel like work. It really doesn't. It, it's right. kind of it's kind of crazy how effortless. <laughs> yeah, it is effortless. It is. Yeah. Like when you were playing ball, you were probably obsessed with being the best safety in yeah. the league, mm-hmm. and it so it didn't take anything. Looked effortless. Yeah. <laughs> so it didn't take anything for you to stay extra and watch film, right? Or show up early and lift weights. Like you were. That was so ingrained in your mind that you were going to be the best safety in the league mm-hmm. that you were just. It was just all that. Well, that's just what I do. Right. That's just who, that's that's yeah. just what people. Yeah. Who want to be the best? That's what they do. Yeah, they spend that time, man. Yeah, they become become passionate about it. And again, you know, mine. And I'll say it again. Mine is this this podcast. Mine is the fact that we're going to do a production company. Mine is the fact that you know I want to help kids uh, in the inner city find their creative skill sets and their talents. Right? I mean, there's there's it's becoming a passion of mine because I'm at the age, unlike you two who are much younger. Uh, much, I'm at the age where I, I really feel like I can make a difference. I mean, a huge difference in, in, in a young man or woman's life to, to help propel them to, to see a passion, to see, to explore, you know, that creative side of things. Because I've never had that creative side. It took, I'll tell you guys, it took you two, it took my son DJ to get me there. But now that I'm here, I won't see this podcast fail. It's not going to happen. Mm. It's just not. And, I, and, and that's the passion that's burning in me now. Mm-hmm. Because it's more than just me. And I think a lot of us that are out there, those 10 percenters, they centered around, yeah, their feelings of what they have and what they want to get accomplished. But they also bring others into it. And when you have other that keep you responsible and accountable for this those situations man it mm. makes you burn even that much that's higher. that's the other thing too is is a sign of that obsession is when you want to bring other people in on that excitement too because yeah. being being lonely and obsessed oh, dude, is miserable oh it's miserable right it's, yes. and so so there's nothing wrong and, and like you and, and you're like this at the office right you want everyone to succeed and you want everyone yeah. And, and, you know, whether, whether real estate is the ultimate obsession, like it's, it's up there. Right. But right. it's not like, okay, Hey, this is what I was born to do. Right. But like what you were born to do and what your obsession to me is, is bringing others along right. and I'm going to bring you along the journey and I'm going to lift you up just like you did with your team in the late nineties mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. early two thousands when it was hard times. It's like, no, nah, keep your ass in here. Watch your film. Yeah. Don't worry about anything else out there. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna bring you up. I'm gonna bring you up to my level because right. that's the one thing too about being obsessed is it's like, dude, make this world a better place. Whatever you're obsessed about, right? Whether it's creating a product that helps the planet or helps people, or it's just lifting up 
the level of the people around you so that they can go impact other people and make this place a better so place. True. But that's, man, it, I, when you said that, I'm like, oh, dang, that's the other thing too. You know the people that are obsessed that like can't like stop not talk about what oh, they're obsessed about? Yeah. Like uh, CrossFitters, I got to give it to them, right? Yeah. Y'all are obsessed with what you do. Yeah. Annoyingly obsessed <laughs> yeah. with CrossFit. But yeah. then you talk to someone like Rich Froning and you're like, okay, yeah. all right, this dude is so obsessed with it. I'm starting to believe what you're saying. Yeah. I'm going to drink the Kool-Aid on CrossFit. Is Rich Froning Rich Froning without becoming obsessed? Man, okay, so he huh. was crazy because just knowing his story and he just like, yeah, I'm going to just go out and do a competition. Then he crushed it. Yeah. Then that, that, like, if you heard that from, if you heard that from the outside, you'd be like, okay, dude's just good. He's strong. He's naturally an athlete. But then you actually get to know what he puts into it. What he, I mean, on his daily workouts, working out twice a day, sometimes three times a day. Dude, like, dude is four or five times a day. Obsessed. Yeah. yeah. Well, obsessed. That, but, yeah, I, but I think he showed up to that first competition, by the way, just on that, going back to that, tying that back up. What he didn't tell us, what he said in other places, he and his cousin would, they were fanatical. Oh, yeah. They used to race around the lake yeah, and all. About, yeah. So that's where it started. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. became obsessed yeah. with just wanting to be the best at that. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm saying. Which As led an outsider, if you just yeah. hear what we heard, it was like, yeah. hey, dude right. just showed must up. Must be nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Must be nice. Dude. But it's, it's burned in him all his yeah. life. I mean, the competitive nature has always been there right. to compete. So, I mean, it's understandable. Yeah, it truly is. Yeah. So, is it possible? I'll ask again. To be the best in your field without being obsessed. Yes. I think for a short period, it's not. Tyler just answered it. Okay. He I'll, said, yes, but it, it's not sustainable. If I'll you're use not, a, so, I'll okay. use a, so hey, is that being the best in your field if it's I'll, not sustainable? I'll use, a, I'll use a specific yeah. example. Okay. And I don't like throwing guys under the bus, but like I look at Peyton Hillis in Cleveland, mm. 2010. He was arguably one of the best running backs in the NFL. Mm. I mean, top three for sure. Made it on the Madden cover. Okay. 2010. Oh, forgot about that. Yeah. 2011. That was a year that he had strep throat. Right. He was gone for a couple weeks. Like, I don't. He he worked hard, and he was for a period of time. But that's that's where the obsession carries you out. So yes, I think you can get to the top of your field, mm -hmm. which he. It's really hard to argue in 2010 that he was over a thousand yards, made the Pro Bowl. So I you're mean, saying he was obsessed that year when I think, he got up there? I think up to that point. Okay. Yes. And then I, he fell off. Would you say he was obsessed after that? No, no, absolutely not. Right. So that's what I'm asking. But the sustainability aspect, I don't know if it, if you can consider it obsessed, like as, if you only do it for a year or two. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And no, I totally agree. Right. Like, right. like guys that guys that come up. Okay. Here's where I see, like if we're using football analogy, the guys that after they get paid, they have Shut it down better. Yeah. Yeah. I look at Jalen Ramsey this mm -hmm. year, right? Right. Dude got paid, and he is lighting it up. He didn't have as good of a year last year as he had the previous years, right? right. But now he is tearing it up. Yeah. I look at, uh, was it, Tredavious White in uh, in Buffalo. Mm -hmm. Still top of his game. I look at Stephen Gilmore yeah. in, in New England. Yeah. Those guys got paid and are killing but it. But I think, you see, that's... But that's the sign of being obsessed because you can have these external motivational factors like I'm going to be really, really good. I'm going to work really hard. Like, you know, look at... And again, I hate using specific examples, but like, look at, look at Dez. Mm -hmm. Okay. Here. Okay. Let's talk about Dez. Dez all the way up to 2015 season off season when he gets paid. Right. 
was a was an absolute stud. I mean, he was. He played well. He worked hard. He was there. He was a good teammate. He got paid. That obsession went away. Mm-hmm. Mm. I look at him now, mm. and if you follow Dez now, the obsession now is not with the work that goes into it. The obsession now is, I hate to say it, but I love me some me. Right. Right? Huh. And then, now you look at him now, a dude is absolutely obsessed with being another receiver in the NFL right. mm-hmm. and getting back on his game. Dude posts videos every single day of running routes. Mm. And I mean, if you actually physically watch me, like, dude, dude can play and really, really contribute on a team. But he's obsessed with it again. He's obsessed with the preparation. I think you can become obsessed with different aspects of it. But I think what the foundation has to be is the foundation has to be you have to love it enough that it forces you to love the the, the crap work. Yeah. The time you put yeah. in. Like the, the, the time when no one yeah. else is watching. That's and, right. And it doesn't have anything to do with the money. Yeah. It's just, you know, the obsession of I just want. I just yeah. want. This is what yeah. I do. And I think you have to get to a point of, you know, I used to always have that, say, that saying when I played. And I used to tell all the, the guys that came in, hey, this is what you do. You're not a doctor. You're not an attorney. You need to be obsessed with what you do. And you are a freaking football player. And for the next eight to 10 years, and you guys know how I was. I was a little crazy about this. I was obsessed about it. But that's the way I I looked at the situation I was. So I would speak that into existence because I was so obsessed. And and my obsession wasn't the same as everyone else's. Right. And I would be upset by the fact of, what do you mean you want to go play the guitar guitar on Saturdays? We watch film on Saturdays before the game on Sunday. You know what I mean? It was just, that's how passionate I was about it so and I know we're going I think we're going in circles now in, in in what we're talking about honestly but I I I and I'll say it again I I admire people man I truly admire because some people we think that they are just half-ass crazy and you're like ah, oh, that person is crazy but I just admire the not only the artistry but the passion that they that the individuals have whether it be in real estate whether it be you know in music or what i just admire those that are that mm. that go that far yeah i think the the crux of all this is you're not going to just find yourself up up on top yeah it's not just going to happen no it's you. not you know it's going to take a, an obsession we'll call it some, stick with this theme it's going to take an obsessive work ethic to get to that yeah. point if that's truly your goal is to be the best at whatever it is it's going to take an obsession that you're not just going to you're not just going to end up there right that's right so whatever it is that you find yourself that, that you're trying to work for, if you have to force obsession, that may not be it for you. Right. Sustainable, it's not no. sustainable. Right. Yeah, if you're forcing the obsession, that, that, that's good for a little bit, but it's not going to last. Mm-hmm. So I guess whatever it is that you're searching for, whatever it is you're trying to find, to be the absolute best, it's going to take an obsession, and that's okay. Right. It's a mm-hmm. good thing, and, and it's something that you're just super into and passionate about. You need to get obsessed about this podcast. I know. Because you've been bullshit. half ass in this whole <laughs> thing. I'm carrying your ass. Bro, he can't even get his headphones to work. I know. I, know. I mean, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. How, you know how annoying uh, it is to have a conversation with all you can hear? Go get some headphones, man. Yeah, I mean, you stop took being my good a slacker, ones. dog. You took my good ones. Show up. Oh <laughs> uh, Well, hey, uh, appreciate you guys. Uh, ben, thank you for making us be excellent tonight. That's right. And flipping the couch to the other side hey, of the room. If, if if you could do us a favor and go watch on YouTube, 
because we done flipped this thing around and see that screen in the back? It's going to have a really cool sign on it. Yeah. And if we had kept it over on the other side, it wouldn't have that cool sign. just have a white wall. Which he could probably still drop in that image on the white wall, by the way. It it takes the black screen. Are you sure? (laughs) If he was obsessed about it, he'd probably probably figure figure out out a way. (laughs) But thank you, Ben, for for making making us uh, reflect your obsession. I'm obsessed. All right. I appreciate you guys. Thanks. Take care.